what is the definition of caste in this session let us try to understand what exactly caste is we can say that it is a confusing question and we all have different different answers for what caste is some say it is a form of untouchability some say it is a form of discrimination some say it is an inequality in existence and some other consider that caste is an hierarchy based social organization so when the question of what caste is posed before each one of us each reply with a different different answers so our main objective in this session would be to separate the unwanted features of caste unwanted characteristics of caste from the essence of what caste system is so we would be trying to understand what exactly is caste and not confusing with the forms and shapes caste take in everyday life there are four different scholars who have been the students of caste system and have tried their best to give the definition of caste system these persons are mr sanat is a french authority secondly mr nesfield thirdly sir h risley and finally dr kurtkar to take the case of sanat he defends caste as a close corporation for him caste is a traditional and independent organization it includes a chief and a council that meets on occasions the council have more or less plenary authority and the members of the council they meet together at certain festivals they are bound together by common occupations and more or less they have a particular way of marriage customs and habit of making food and having food also mr sanat includes the idea of ceremonial pollution in the definition of caste he believes that the concept of pollution prevails in caste let us consider the second scholar mr nesfield mr nesfield defines caste as a class of community which disowns any connections with any other class by this he means that an individual can marry a person only belonging to his own caste he can have food or drink water from a person who belongs to his own caste having marital relationship or having food from a member who doesn't belongs to his caste is against the rules of caste system So this is the definition given by Mr Nesfield. Let us consider the third scholar Sir H Risley. Sir Risley considers caste as a collection of families or group of families bearing a common name. This we could relate to the surnames that we find in each caste like Sharma, Reddy like that. Apart from this, Sir H Risley also notes that the members of each caste believe themselves to be the descendants of common mythical ancestor. The ancestor might be a human or having a divine origin. The fourth and final scholar Dr Kurtkar he defines caste as a social group having two characteristics first is with regard to membership the second is with regard to marriage with regard to membership he says that the membership within a caste is confined only to those who are born of members of that particular caste it means that in order to be a member of a particular caste one has to be born out of the members belonging to that particular caste and the second characteristic that is with regard to marriage dr kurtkar observes that the members are forbidden by an inexorable social law to marry outside the group in other words a person is forbidden to marry a member who belongs to other caste there is no space for intercaste marriage like this is the second characteristic that dr kurtkar gives with respect to the definition of caste as we have seen the definition of caste given by these four scholars let us try to review these definitions collectively it can be said that all these definitions are complementary to each other each one emphasizes what has been missed by the other definitions yet we should realize that none of these definitions are correct or complete by itself and all have missed the central point in the mechanism of caste system by way of criticism let us consider only those points which are regarded as the peculiarities of the caste and evaluate them as it to start with mr senard he draws the attention of idea of pollution as a characteristic of caste we can safely say that the concept of pollution 
is not a characteristic of caste. The idea of pollution is due to the general belief in purity and it usually originates in the priestly ceremonialism. Therefore, caste can exist even without the concept of pollution. The idea of pollution has been attached to the institution of caste only because the caste that enjoys the highest rank is the priestly caste. And we knew that priest and purity are old associates. Hence, we can conclude that the idea of pollution is a characteristic of caste only in so far as caste has a religious flavor. Let us move to the second scholar, Mr. Nisfield. The absence of messing with those outside the caste has been described by Mr. Nisfield as one of the characteristics of caste. In spite of the newness of the point, we must say that Mr. Nisfield has mistaken the effect for the cause. He has considered the effects for defining caste but has missed the causes because of which caste exists. Caste being a self-enclosed unit naturally limits social intercourse. Therefore, the absence of messing with outsiders is not due to any positive prohibition but is a natural result of caste which in other words means exclusiveness. With regard to the third scholar, Sir H. Risley, he doesn't make any new point deserving special attention. Hence, we pass on to the definition of Dr. Kurtker. It can be said that Dr. Kurtker has tried to defend the caste with critical acumen and an open mind. His definition demands our attention because he has defined caste in its relation to a system of caste and has concentrated his attention only on those characteristics which are absolutely necessary for the existence of a caste. He has rightly excluded all other things as being secondary or derivative in character. But there is a slight confusion in the definition given by Dr. Kurtker. Dr. Kurtker speaks of prohibition of intermarriage and membership by autogeny as the two characteristics of caste. Let us again remember what Dr. Kurtker has defined. He says that a person can become a member of a caste only if he is born out of the members belonging to the caste. And secondly, the members are forbidden by an inexorable social law to marry outside the group. As Dr. Kurtker believes, these two characteristics are not two different things, but in fact two aspects of one and the same thing. If you prohibit intermarriage, the natural result is that you limit the membership only to those who are born within the group. Thus the two characteristics are the two sides of the same coin. Thus, on the critical evaluation of these four definitions, we can say that we have tried our best to separate the secondary characteristics of caste from the peculiarities of the caste. We have tried our best to focus on the causes because of which caste exists. Based on this, we can say that prohibition of intermarriage or the absence of intermarriage as the peculiarity of caste. In other words, we can say that endogamy is the only essence of caste. Endogamy is again nothing but the absence of intercaste marriage. It is only because of endogamy caste manages to survive. In fact, we can say that caste is nothing but endogamy and endogamy is nothing but caste. We must understand that caste in India is nothing but the artificial chopping off of the population into a fixed and definite units where each one is prevented from fusing into another through the custom of endogamy. Thus the conclusion is inevitable that endogamy is the only characteristic that is peculiar to caste and if we succeed in showing how endogamy is maintained we shall practically approve the genesis and also the mechanism of caste. This session is based on the writings and speeches of Dr. Ambedkar. Will be continued. Thanks.